Good morning all and welcome to this morning's encounter with the Lord. This is Russell, your host. How are we all this morning? Good morning, Russell. Good morning, everyone. And we say good morning, Father. Good morning, Jesus. Good morning, Holy Spirit. Father, we thank you for today. We thank you that you are doing a new thing today as well. We thank you, Father, that you renew your mercy for us every single day, every morning. And for those that are in Christ and come to you in and through Christ, there is no condemnation. This is what your word tells us. That when we are covered in him, in his blood, you see his righteousness in us. We thank you, Lord, that it is by his righteousness we are made righteous. It is not out of our own works. And you continue to release grace upon our lives that we can start living that life of righteousness by the guidance, by the teaching, by the prompts and the instructions, directions of your Holy Spirit. We thank you, Father, that by your Spirit you put your laws on our heart so that the righteousness that has been conferred on us, we are able to live up to it. And today we continue reflecting on building our church. We thank you, Father, for that peace and that joy that you pour into our hearts every time we commune with you. And we share the same with all those that are part of this prayer meeting and praying family. We share it with Christians everywhere that do not yet know you, with all those that do not want to know you. We share it also, Lord, with all those that we are lifting up at our altar of prayer and those that have no one to pray for them. And as we offer our faith to stand in that gap, Lord, we call on your name. The name of our maker, our creator. The great I am. The preserver of men. The one who is gracious and merciful, slow to anger and of great kindness. The Lord who is the strength of our salvation. And who has covered our head in the day of battle. And we pray in the name of his son, Jesus. The one who leads us in the day of battle. The one who is the way, the truth, and the life. The one who has come and shall come to judge the quick and the dead. He is the rider on the white horse. The one who has enriched us in all utterance and knowledge. And he is the one who holds the key of David so that what he opens, no one can shut. And what he shuts, no one can open. And we pray in the name of His Spirit, the Spirit of the Living God, the Spirit of Jesus, the Spirit of Truth, the Seal of the Age to Come, the Father of all spirits, the One given to us to be our strengthener, our advocate, and our standby, the One who has made His tabernacle within us. He now lives within us that we might be transformed into temples of the Living God. And it is He who heals our backsliding and lifts us out of the pit. We thank you, Father, that you have blessed us with the gift of your word and your spirit, that you have blessed us with angels and with destiny helpers. You have blessed us with every physical provision that we need and every spiritual gift. And it is your goodwill, your plan, that we should live in abundance, not in shortage, that we should walk in dominion in the earth realm, not in bondage. And by your word, by your truth, you set us free. By the spirit of freedom, you lead us out of that bondage into freedom. We thank you, Father. 
as we make our prayer and our reflection this morning, I cover and seal every word we speak and every prayer we make, as well as every person that is part of this prayer meeting and every member of every family that is part of this prayer group by the precious blood of Jesus. We put on our angels and dispatch them on assignments in accordance with your will for each of these lives. I call the angel of the Lord to encamp about each of us to protect and keep us safe from harm, sin, danger, accident, Injury, pilfering, theft, hijacking, terrorism, any kind of natural disasters and spiritual attacks. I command that angelic protection and I declare divine exemption in the mighty and all-powerful name of Jesus. And we also herald the power in our spoken word as we proclaim your word, Lord, from Isaiah 55, verse 10 and 11. That says, as the rain and the snow come down from heaven and do not return to it without watering the earth and making it bud and flourish so that it yields seed for the sower and bread for the eater. So is my word that goes out from my mouth this day. It will not return to me empty, but will accomplish what I desire and achieve the purpose for which I sent it. And I sent it in faith in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you for the power of discernment to choose life every time we speak. Yesterday, we started reflecting on building our church and we looked at two types of building materials. Obviously, the common foundation is it can only be built on the foundation of our confession of Jesus as the Messiah, our faith. And the two types of building materials were the, the precious, rare and expensive ones, which are only obtained in secret, it is gold, silver and precious stones versus building of wood, hay and straw, which are inexpensive, commonly available in the open. And it is the test of fire that will actually tell us how good our building has been. We reflected on it in terms of, are you building your life in this way? What materials are you using? Will they stand the test of time? And it's our marriages, our families, our communities, workplaces. Personally, our health, finances, character and image as well. And then more importantly, the next part that we look at is our walk with Jesus. The disciplines that we follow as part of the process. And he teaches us that in Matthew chapter 6. So it's your prayer life, your giving, your tithing, and your fasting. Are they based on the gold, silver, and precious stone concept? That is, are they done in secret with a long-term motive of fulfilling kingdom purposes? Or are they done with the here and now physical and personal gain based on fleshly purposes? More importantly, are they done in public so that others can see and marvel at them? In Matthew chapter 6, Jesus teaches us about praying in the closet, not on the street corners. He talks about not looking somber when fasting, but doing it in a way that only your Father in heaven knows and no one else. And in giving, he says, give without announcements. 
or in a way that you would be or not in a way that you would be honored by others but give secretly so that only god knows it and he who sees the gold silver and precious stones applied in secret will reward openly now we are also called by god to be his vessels so it's not just living those but then being a vessel that is useful to him when 2 timothy chapter 2 verse 20 and 21 talks about those vessels and about such vessels he says in a large house there are not only vessels and objects of gold and silver but also vessels and objects of wood and of earthenware and some are honorable that is noble and good and for honorable use and some are for dishonorable use that is ignoble and common everyday use you see there's again two categories of those building materials there similar to what we've seen before gold and silver on one hand versus wood and earthenware on the other and then verse 21 goes on to say therefore if anyone cleanses himself from these things what are these things the amplified extension says those things which are dishonorable that is which are disobedient and sinful then he will be a vessel for honor sanctified that is set apart for a special purpose and useful to the master prepared for every good work so when you look at those two types of building material then it says a vessel sorry a vessel that is neat for the master's use or useful to the master who is a king so only a vessel that is precious can be presented to a king you don't present vessels of wood and clay that look ordinary or that are filthy so when we talking about a vessel of our own lives our hearts you don't present a sin filled heart to god who is the king you don't present something that is every day that is commoner you present something that is special something that is precious so how do we become precious verse 21 says cleanse yourself from anything that is dishonorable or sinful and if you continue to read in fact if you read that entire chapter 2 timothy chapter 2 it talks of all those things that are dishonorable and we should get rid of in our lives and then he says consecrate ourselves to god holy and committed to his purposes how how do we consecrate by being full of the holy spirit surrendered and dedicated to him just like jesus was so filled with him surrendered to him and then dedicated to him in his 
when you say dedicated to him, it's dedicated to his purposes, to be led by him, to follow his promptings and obey them. So are you basing your life on these teachings of Jesus that are secret, that are precious, rare, and require rigorous process and will cost you? Or are you basing your life on what the world system teaches you that has nothing eternal in it, is common and will not bring out the best for you. You may not end up being that vessel that is suitable for presenting to the king. What's more is the gates of hell cannot prevail only against that which is based on the foundation of Jesus and built with the precious. This is what we saw yesterday. In the last two days, we've been reflecting on this. The building of the church. One that has strong foundations and strong walls so that it can go on the offensive and pull down the gates. Anything else that is not out of this foundation or construction that stands against the gates of hell might likely be destroyed itself instead of it destroying the gates. So when you look at how the Israelites marched against Jericho into battle and the strategy they used, it's very similar to this. The principle behind the destruction of the gates. And there it was not only the gates, but the walls of Jericho as well were destroyed before Joshua. And they focused on consecration. And they focused on building a vessel that he could dedicate. And that is where he used priesthood before they drew the sword. It is time for us to look at all aspects of our life like the questions we asked yesterday about our finances, our health, family, workplaces, communities and ministry. And then see if the gates of hell had withstood against us in those areas. Or have we been successful in achieving our breakthroughs? And if not, then we need to focus on the process of building. To build stronger. To examine our building materials. What are we using to build that area of our life? Is it the foundation of Jesus? And is it construction that is based on the secret place? Is it our priesthood? We also need to focus on consecration and examining our weapons of prayer, of praise and worship, of word study and the testimony of our spoken word. And then to sharpen these for a better impact to claim our destinies. Father, in the name of Jesus, I pray that as we carry out this self-examination, let the building materials that we have used to build all these different areas of our lives stand out 
so that we are able to clearly see where our foundation has been and what did we miss if it hasn't been successful. And even the ones that have been successful have been fruitful in accordance with your kingdom purposes. Help us understand why that has been fruitful so that when we understand the underlying principles that are applied there, then we can replicate the concept, the principles in all other areas of our life as well. So that we no longer randomly go based on what someone told us. We no longer randomly go based on an assumption or if something worked, it just worked and we don't know how. But we now approach it with understanding using kingdom principles so that we can replicate the the principles with understanding and we are able to see those kind of results where the gates of hell shall not prevail against what we have built. But we shall do damage to the kingdom, to the kingdom of the enemy and we shall retrieve from there the spoil. I ask for that edification in our spirit this day, Lord. And I ask for a stirring of the spirit of intercession in each one of us. So that as we apply our priesthood, we don't just stick to our personal needs, but we stand in intercession, in spiritual warfare for the house of God. So that all those that are not yet saved might be quickened, might be free, liberated, and brought back into the kingdom. And as we pray for spiritual edification, we also pray for our physical and our temporal needs, those of our families and our friends. We pray for all those that are battling all kinds of sickness and disease, that are hospitalized, will undergo any kind of procedures this day. We pray for all families that are facing division and separation of any kind. We pray a lot for all those that are battling all kinds of strongholds in their lives, especially that of prayerlessness, busyness, ignorance and poverty. We pray also for our own personal needs, those of our families and our friends, especially those not yet saved. Father, we thank you that you have heard us, that you always hear us. And as we release our faith and our prayer, making this a prayer of agreement with each other in the Spirit, we believe that we have received, Lord. We believe that this prayer is an answered prayer in the name of Jesus. I encourage all those that can pray in the Spirit using the gift of tongues to unmute and join in. Those that are praying for that gift to release your tongue and your faith, ask the Holy Spirit to take over. Let us now make our prayer in the Spirit. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Holy Spirit.
Scripture that's being put on my heart this morning is from 2 Corinthians 13, verses 5 and 6. Examine yourselves to see whether you are holding to your faith. Test yourselves. Do you not realize that Jesus Christ is in you? Unless indeed you fail to meet the test. I hope you will find out that we have not failed. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. We also have a scripture shared in the chat. This is from Psalm 32, sorry, Psalm 34, verses 11 to 17, quoted from the GNT, where it says, Come, my children, listen to me. I will teach you the fear of the Lord. Whoever of you loves life and desires to see many good days, keep your tongue from evil and your lips from telling lies. Turn from evil and do good. Seek peace and pursue it. The eyes of the Lord are on the righteous and his ears are attentive to their cry. But the face of the Lord is against those who do evil. To blot out their name from the earth. The righteous cry out 
and the Lord hears them, he delivers them. Thank you, Jesus. If you are being blessed by these morning encounters, Brother Savio's powerful daily reflections, our Divine Mercy and Rosary sessions, as well as the Friday Bible teachings, please share links for Zoom and YouTube, as well as the recordings to these sessions with friends and family and invite them to come join us. You can also share the prayer group link so that they can post their prayer requests on it. A reminder about Friday's Bible study session. The topic this Friday is Understanding the Lord's Prayer. And in this, uh, in this session, we will look at the deeper meaning of the words Jesus chose when teaching us to pray the Lord's Prayer and how to make that prayer more effective. you find links already available on all our social media channels. We'll post it again on our Telegram group today. Please share it with friends and family and invite them to come join us. And let the mercy and the grace, the peace of our Lord Jesus Christ and His favor that comes out of His jealous love for us, chases and overtakes us. Let that be multiplied in each of our lives this day so that as we are blessed, let us in turn go out and be a blessing to go out and be a blessing to everyone around us in the name of Jesus and for His glory. Be blessed and have a wonderful day ahead, everyone. Thank you, Russell. God bless everyone. Have a great day. God bless everyone.